0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: All right, we're joined with Alonzo Highsmith, and first and foremost, Alonzo, welcome back to the University of Miami. It's been a uh, it's been a long journey for you, and how excited are you to be back home? Oh man, it's um, I tell you what, it's
2: it's a very special moment in my life. Uh, really never thought I'd ever come back and work for the University of Miami um I you know there were you watch the program from afar I've been watching the University of Miami from afar for 25 years in scouting and I've been coming in and out my presence has been in and out of the building I've known everything that's going on around as far as the football program and the players but working for the program is something I never thought of really until a couple years ago and um a couple of coaches around college football have asked me would I like to come work at their work for their football program in some capacity. Um, they said, would you like to be chief of football, head of player personnel? And, and I didn't want to because the only school I ever thought I would lead the NFL for was the University of Miami. And I didn't want to do it at some of the schools the coaches had asked me. Um, but I was I was kind of appreciative that they asked me about it, but I started thinking about it thinking about it and You know, I, um, I'm, I'm coming to University of Miami in a very humble manner. I am not the savior to the school I want to be part of this program The same way I was as a freshman in college. I want to help build something special I've always felt as though I had unfinished business at University of Miami and um, <clears throat> You know, this opportunity to come back and contribute to the program means a great
1: deal. When you, w- when you think about it, Alonzo, the, the travel that you had in the National Football League, you went to probably almost every university in America. And Miami's now on the verge of talking about a facilities project. And your sights and, and visions from what you've seen all over the country that's got to be able to help us quite a bit in, in what you've seen other places.
2: Oh, man, I, I can tell you firsthand that I saw what we built in Green Bay. Green Bay was a rinky-dinky old stadium when I first started working for the Packers and we transformed the this, this stadium into a conglomerate. Um, I've seen Northwestern go from no facilities to a beautiful place, by the way, again, what Gary Patterson built at TCU, what Iowa State built, what North Texas built, um, what Southern Mississippi built, what Oklahoma's built three times, and what Texas A&M's built three times, what University of Texas has built three times since the first time I saw them redo their, their building. um, It's a tremendous process, and it's great insight because I've sat with coaches. I sat with Art Browse when he said, this is what I want to build at Baylor University. This is the facility I want to build. And I was like, man, if you ever get that done, it's going to transform your program into something special. And it did for Baylor, and um, it did for T.C. I've always wondered, come on, Miami, what are we gonna when are we gonna step up to the plate? When are we gonna give back to these athletes who built a brand at the University of Miami, at the University of Miami and made it made it a well-known commodity. When are we gonna do something and we never did. And we just, you know, I think in any business corporation to have sustainability, have to reinvest you have to reinvest in your kids you have to reinvest in infrastructure you have to you have to make better and you have to keep up with competition and when i i wasn't asking university of miami to build what oregon had what texas had or what alabama had i was like let's build what north texas has let's do what tcu did let's do what You know the university of houston is doing that that's a smaller scale but it's it's beautiful it's new and it's keeping up with the competition and um you know one of the things that attracted attracted me back to university of miami is the fact that they want to do these things now that's some of the unfinished business um i talk about when i talk about the university of miami because when i signed as a freshman how was Schnellberger told me we're gonna build a dominant program. We're gonna have one of the top facilities in the nation. And we won and, won and won and won and won and won and we won at an unprecedented amount. But the buildings never came, the infrastructure's never came. So seeing where we are now, seeing what Dan Radakovich did at Clemson and where Mario's been in Oregon and he's been in Alabama, he has how it's supposed to be done and to bring that back to the University of Miami with all the experience we have now between myself, Dan, and Mario I think it's a positive thing
1: If you, if you, How would you describe your job description? Alonzo, how, what, what's going to be your day-to-day and then what's going to be the long-term vision?
2: Anything about his tree of talent evaluators and being part of his group? Um, initially, when you come in, you sit back and watch. I want to sit back and watch how things are done. Um, you know, it's going to be fun to be around Ed Reed and listen to his thoughts. It's going to be fun to listen to the other personnel people in the building, Andrew Rogers and and the um, Coney, the college director, and all these recruiting coordinators. I want to sit back and listen. I want to I want to watch. I want to learn. Um, I haven't been in the college. I can't come in there telling you to do it like this or do it like that. I just want to come in and learn and watch and see how things work. I want to learn from Mario. Mario's been, been very successful in his business. He's been around Nick Saban. He built a successful program at Oregon. So I want to see things are done and then I will interject at another time and I'm looking forward to that and as far as football you know, no matter what you do in football, no matter what your title is you can be a VP of this EP of that it's all about evaluating talent You know, I'm sure I'll be doing helping in the day to day evaluation of college players um, trying to be a mentor to our players um, trying to teach Players, um, what it takes to get to the next level and the little steps that you have to take to get there so it will be a combination of things within the program but i'm coming there very in a humble manner i'm coming there to learn from them and then i will add what i know to it
1: the fact that you won a national championship with coach schnellenberger Mario's got a couple championships. You go in the, down the staff, you know, C- Coach Strong's got championships. You've got uh, people throughout that entire program. As you mentioned before, uh, Dan Radakovich championships at, at Clemson. How about everybody being able to pull on that wealth of information on what it takes to win a championship and how you can translate that into today's student athlete? It's almost priceless. Oh, you know, it's priceless to be around.
2: I'll always talk about Ron Wolf and some of the people I've been around, like Ted Thompson and John Schneider, these people. And I listen to them and my father as well, who's been around, Jake Gaither, who was a great coach in Florida and an all time win coach. And I listen to their stories about excellence. I listen to their stories about the past. And I think understanding the past is a huge element in winning in the Understanding where you came from, how you got there. I'm not asking you to replicate the past, but I am asking you to understand how we got to where we're at, and here's what we can do. You're right. We can't replicate the past, but you know what? We can make it better, and, you know, and, and that's the challenge and the task at hand. I'm, every one of these coaches, Mara, myself and Ed Reed and all these people, we understand what it takes. But it's going to be important for us to You understand winning when you walk in New England's building. When you walk in the New York Yankees. When you walk in University of Alabama, it's different. You understand what the expectations are and why the expectations are where they're at. And, and you know, and that's what I want to help bring to the University of Miami. I want to bring urgency. I want to. I want people to know that hey, today's the day. We've got to get better today. Then we got to get better the next day. There, there is no complacency with anyone in the building. That's the type of building we have to have in order to take this program to the next level. When you were around Jimmy Johnson, and haven't even gotten to Jimmy Johnson yet, the ultimate leader. That when you walked in that building and you talked to Jimmy Johnson, you knew exactly what was expected of you as a player, and if you. Didn't bring those expectations. You better go back outside and start over again. And, and and that's what we have to bring to these young men every day. These young men and women in the building for every sport in our in, at the university.
1: You know, Alonso, you, you had a great high school career and had great high school coaching at Columbus. But what you're talking about between Coach Nellenberger and Coach Johnson, we were actually you and, and the players that played for them. We, we were taught how to win, and that's really the lesson. You have yep. to teach people how to be successful yep. in this game, and then it transfers into life. Yep.
2: And, and you know what? Um, I've talked to a lot of successful people who played for the Packers, who played for Bear Bryant, and it's amazing how successful they were in life afterwards. There are so many successful businessmen and players in the NFL who work in the NFL came from these programs like that and it does translate into later life and not only is our job to teach you to play football but our job is to teach you about life and how to overcome adversity how to always be on time how to always be early how to prepare and those are the things when you talk about culture because I'm not a big culture guy I believe in culture but culture is defined by winning. And, you know, I've been around a lot of programs. I've talked to a lot of my friends who are coaches. And I've heard this saying that, hey, man, we've got the best culture we've ever had. We've got great guys. We've got this. and Everyone gets along. I'm not asking everybody to get along. I'm asking everybody to win <laughs> together. Winning creates culture. I had a friend tell me, this is the best culture we've ever had in the last five years. And they got to be 45 or 10. You need good players. I'm not, I, I don't know how you make players like each other. That's not, that's not what I'm concerned about. I'm more concerned that when you walk on that field, you're a band of brothers and you will go over and beyond yourself to make the team better. That's how you build a winning culture. You, do, you, you find people who are willing to give more of themselves. and And there's a lot of, As a parent, as a dad, as a teacher, as a coach, anything you're going to be as successful in whatever endeavor it is, if you're not willing to give more of yourself, we can't win. And that's going to be what's asked of players. That's what's going to be asked of everybody involved at the University of Miami and in the Hex Center. We're going to have to all be willing to give more of yourself
1: in order for us to take our program to the next level. You know, Alonzo, for, I don't know, is it—is it 25 years? Is it 30 years? Every time that you and I are in that heck Center together. And one thing I've always noticed about you, no matter what, who the player is, no matter what the sport is, you always have stopped and spend time with that player. You always introduce yourself and you're always trying to enlighten them with wisdom, encourage them and ask them questions. Isn't that what it's really about, is the student-athlete?
2: That's what it's all about, this business. You know, we, we expect so much of these athletes as players on the field, but we also have to realize that they're human beings, and they're kids that come from different backgrounds, and a lot of them have gone through a lot of adversity in life, and sometimes we have to acknowledge who they are as people, and talk to them as people let people will run through a wall for you when they know you care about them
1: that's right
2: when when, when people know and, and, and the biggest thing i've always done my whole life i've never treated anybody different than my wife and kids i'm, I, I'm gonna tell you when it's not good i'm gonna tell you when it's great but every day i want to tell you something positive and let you know that you're appreciated and you're special and you know that's called sustainability that's how you create sustainability that's how you create a better culture of people understanding what their roles are and that people care about them and i care about i care about everyone i've ever met in life i want everyone to succeed in life i want people to do well i I think we need more of that in this world great thing about the University of Miami is a very diversified city. Um, there's all it's, it's one of those most, most unique places in America because of diversity of the people and and it's you know Miami's the type of city where everyone came there for a reason whether it was Cuban, Haitian, um, myself from Canada, people from New York and all these people moved to Miami with something to prove um I've always kind of thought that, that you know Miami was a city where people came to you know they left New York they left wherever they came they came to the sunshine and they wanted to build something and create something and that was the unique ability of Miami and, and that's the magic of Miami I've always loved this city I love the people and you know and and I, and I one of the things I would love to see come back to Miami just that magic that University of Miami brought to the city you have to remember what was going on in 1980s when 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 I signed with the University of Miami you had they had um, the McDuffie riots you had a whole bunch of things going on in Miami and Miami was able to capture that magic and bring the city together somewhat and gave people hope and you know and that's what and my passion about Miami. I want to help bring back that magic in the city. I, I want people to feel good about our sports programs. And you know, when I used to when I was playing University of Miami, I see kids from all over the United States with a Miami jersey on or Miami Hurricanes hat on and all those sorts of things. And, you know, that's when you know you're on the right track and you're affecting and you're making a difference in the community. I, I want these players that live in Miami to say, I want to make University of Miami great by staying home. And and we get the right type of kids with those attitudes that it means more than them to be good. They want to be great for, of course, they want to be great for themselves, but they want to be great for the University of Miami the Hurricanes, the city of Miami, and, you know,
1: and that's how you make it a special place. Alonzo, we've had dribs and drabs of of success since the last national championship. Explain to people what it's like when Miami is on a roll. What does it mean for college football? How does it affect our entire community, the state, and actually it affects the whole nation of college football?
2: Well, I, I think Miami, like I told you earlier, it's a unique place. and um, It's a place that when you win in Miami, it's, you know, you can win in Alabama, you can win at LSU, you can win at a lot of schools and have a lot of success. But, but when you win at Miami, you become a national brand. I mean, you have people from the East Coast, West Coast, looking at you and it's no different than usc when usc is good it's because of the city it's because of the culture it's because of um when you think of usc and california think of cool weather people driving with, with the rooftop down sunglasses is a similar thing to miami and a lot of major people are attracted to los angeles and miami and when you're good in Miami, you're going to see the Shaquille O'Neal's, the Venus Williams sisters are coming out, A-Rod's coming out, Pat Riley's coming out. That's the type of city it is. And you know, and in order to bring these people out, you have to be good at what you do. And that's what I've always loved about Miami, was how Schellenberg and Jimmy Johnson told us, if you want fans to come to your games, you're going to have to win, and not just win today, win the next day, the next day, the next day, the next day, and they will come, and, and that's just the City of Miami, and, and that, and it, to me, I don't take it as bad, I take it as a challenge, we took it as a challenge because we're going to make you guys come to our games, you know what I mean, and that was the attitude, and they came because the product was good, and we won.
1: Alonzo, welcome home. <laughs> Thank you.